let's go ahead and get this show on a road. That's road mispronounced in case you didn't know that. Okay. I All right. Vacuum up the pennies. I tell you, I think I think that's at least uh, a portion of any any sort of gold, silver, or precious stones that you were going to get. It's going. What? Huh? Judgment City Christ. Ouch. Never mind. Mute yourself. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So let's get someone to pray for us to get it started, and then we will get into our study for tonight. And I already went ahead and put the study sheet in Group Me uh, because I know some of you guys couldn't get it through the chat in uh, Zoom, so I already went ahead and put the study sheet in Group Me. So who would like to pray for us to get us rolling this evening? Is this the awkward silence before prayer? Yeah, it always is. I think I think it actually um, somehow makes the prayer more holy. Sam, go ahead. You, Thanks. Oh, okay. All right, Brandon's <laughs> gonna go for it. Brandon, because you backed into his car. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. All right, Father God, thank you for letting us just uh, be on this Zoom call um tonight and just uh talk about um, just the things that uh, we're going to talk about tonight before we get to meet in person on uh, Tuesday. It'd just be really cool to see um, all of us in the uh, senior high and just, um, just getting the group back together. I know it was a very hard, you know, almost three months um, of just being apart and just with everything going on. So it's really going to be a blessing. I think for letting us just be able to do that. Um, I think we're going to embrace each other a lot more and just realize how much we mean to each other more on uh, on Tuesday when we see each other. I pray that everyone, uh, a lot of people would be able to attend it, you know, with parents and with uh, work schedules and different stuff like that. I just pray that we would just, a lot of us would be there and just be able to um, just uh, experience, you know, just seeing each other for um, that time and just, you know, to sit down in person and have a lesson with Stephen and stuff like that. So I just pray for that. Uh, I pray the Zoom call would go well. Just say a prayer. Amen. Amen. All right. So a um, couple things to mention real quick, because I wanted to make sure to mention these before we got started. But, um, you know, if you've been praying for Bobby and Brandy, you know, thank you so much. They've been working hard at getting everything finalized for uh, their house. And so they are moving all their stuff in tonight, and they are hoping to actually sleep in their new house tonight. So it's been a very long process for them. So uh, just keep praying for them. Uh, so they're not on tonight, and um, Rick and Megan, or Rick, um, Rick's helping them out too, um, so he's not going to be on tonight either. But just continue to uh, be praying for them as they make that transition. Uh, thank you can, for continuing to pray for um, my wife, Megan, um, just with her recovery. It's been going very well. Uh, and today was kind of her first day on her own, and, uh, and her throat has been, what we've been seeing is that because it's not 100% healed, when she does a little bit too much, her throat starts to swell a little bit. Um, and so she's at a spot where she is definitely worn down, but it was her first full day back. I was in the office all day. So it was a big, big day, but her recovery is going very, very well. Um, and thankful that we could get, you know, the pain meds under control and all that stuff. So, uh, so just keep praying for that and, um, and just keep praying as we continue to have all the details put together for us to be meeting back together, because I know there's some people that are not happy about us meeting together. 
Um, and we definitely could get some flack for meeting. So just that we'd have some good opportunities to talk to people that we're not being jerks about it. We're not being, you know, some of those ignorant, you know, Christians that are just being idiots. We've been thinking through this and I know there's some opportunities that we're going to have um, just by us reopening just to talk to people about, you know, what we're doing and why we're doing it. So uh, just be on guard when it comes to some of that stuff, because you never know um, how, the, how the enemy is going to be using some of those things to keep discouraging people from doing what's right. So I wanted to mention a couple of those things before we got started. <clears throat> All right, cool. All right. So tonight we're going to be talking about um, the last section of the strength training. And uh, I'm going to share my screen here real quick. Like, so uh, with the one thing is needful series, which we're going to pick up again in person next week. Um, but as we've been talking about it, we've focused on our communication with God. And we talked and spent a lot of time on reading the Bible, praying and keeping your heart, but especially the keeping your heart, because if you're not allowing God to keep your heart where it's supposed to be, Proverbs 4.23, then you're going to really struggle in your reading and you're really going to struggle in your prayer life. But this is the part of you that you need to keep learning how to cultivate and how to keep under, um, really under God's control in order for you to be fruitful in the work that God's given you to do. So if you struggle with reading, you struggle with praying, it really comes down to a heart issue uh, in, in that you're not allowing God to have your heart and to keep your heart. So then from there, we started talking about how to really grow and it comes to strength training. And we spent some time talking about what is discipleship. And then last week, we talked about studying the Bible. And then this week, we're going to be talking about memorizing the Bible and really how those things are designed by God in order to strengthen your walk with God. And then um, next week when we get together, we're going to be spending some time talking about uh, working with God. And after you have the communication with God down, and then you're really learning how to grow in your walk with God and really learning how to get stronger in your walk with God, then really that's when you can do some serious work for the Lord. So some of you might struggle with evangelism. Some of you might struggle with um, even coming to the point where you can be a good discipler. And really the reason why that is, is because you've not really grown in your walk with God and your strength, your spiritual strength. And that's where studying the Bible, discipleship, and memorizing all come into play. And so theoretically, the way this works out in your own life and in mine is that when you have the opportunity to be in discipleship, that you sign up for senior high discipleship, you get involved with it. Uh, when you graduate and you sign up for adult discipleship, once you begin discipleship, by the time that you hit lesson two, three, four, you should really see your own walk with God really grow, grow in depth, grow in your knowledge, grow in strength, and really grow when it comes to your ability to do God's work and to understand your purpose. So by the time you're finished with discipleship, especially the adult material, you should be fully equipped to meet someone brand new lead them to the Lord, and then disciple them to the point where they would be able to go and do the same thing. That is the whole goal. And so we're going to spend some time next week talking about the work of the Lord and how your communication goes into your strength. And as you grow stronger, then you will be more stable in order to work with God in order to do the work of the Lord. So that's what we're going to spend some time next week talking about. And then we're going to uh, end the whole series talking about potential pitfalls. So how do you deal with personal sin when it comes to relationships, ruts and plateaus, life transitions, and how all these things 
are just the perfect opportunity for you to go backward and rather than becoming strong, becoming weak, and rather than being successful in the work of the Lord, uh, we end up failing in the work of the Lord and how that affects your communication with God. So we'll spend some time uh, capping it off of that. So tonight we're going to spend some time talking about memorizing the Bible, memorizing the Bible. And so when it comes to memorizing the Bible, the first thing that we got to talk about is why memorize the Bible. And so this kind of starts to hit your, your study sheet. There's three basic things that right off the top of my head that as I was trying to consider, you know, what would be the most important things to talk about? These three things came really, really quick. So the first place that we're going to go is Psalm 119, Psalm 119. And I can get some volunteers for some of these verses. So uh, Psalm 119, 9 through 11. Psalm 119, verses 9 through 11. So who'd like to read those verses? All right, Alana, you got that one. And let's go ahead and divide out the other verses that we got. So um, I get someone else to do Psalm 37, 31. Psalm 37, 31. Who wants that? All right, Sam or whoever's in the room wherever you, <laughs> however that works out. And then uh, Psalm 1, 1 through 6. We're going to look at that one together. So I'm going to get one more volunteer to do Deuteronomy 17, 18 through 20. So Deuteronomy 17. All right, same number two, whoever has that one. All right, and Deuteronomy 17. Okay. All right, so the first thing we want to talk about is Psalm 119, 9 through 11. So Alana, as soon as you're there and you're ready to go, go ahead and read that one. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word? With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. I love these verses. If you don't have them memorized, you should. These are verses that um, I learned early on when I was in the kids' ministry at my old church. And um, man, these are great verses. So I love it. We'll just break it down. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? So this is a great question. The way that this is even posed is perfect. So we all are sinners. Our way is unclean. So how can we make ourselves clean? You know, when you really even study that out, you'll find out that there's not a single thing that you can do in and of yourself to make yourself clean. And so it says, wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? So if we're going to be clean, then what do we do? What is the way that we need to take in order to be clean? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. So to listen to God's word instead of just doing it on your own. And then, verse 10, with my whole heart have I sought thee, O let me not wander from thy commandments. So a person that is willing to clean their way and someone who takes heed to God's word with their whole heart, they seek God, they seek his word, O let me not wander from thy commandments that there's nothing that's going to get them to wander away from God's commandments. And then it ends with, Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. So I wanted to hit these three verses, and according to your study sheet, I got this first point. So why should we memorize the Bible? So first of all, it will cleanse your life, and it will help you not sin against God. That's exactly what it says. So if we're going to believe what the Bible says, and we can believe just Psalm 119, 9 through 11, it will cleanse your life. And it will help you not sin against God. And we'll talk about that more in a minute, because how does it actually do that? All right, the next one is that it will secure all your steps in life and make you biblically prosper. So when you memorize the Bible, it will secure all your steps in life and make you biblically prosper. So Psalm 37, 31, whoever's in the same room. Psalm 
off the top. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. All right, 31. Verse 31. The law of his God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. Okay. So the law of God is where, according to that verse? In his heart. Yep, in his heart. And then it says, none of his steps shall slide. So when the law of God is in your heart, none of your steps will slide. That means that every step that you take can be full of confidence, something that you can count on, something you can be sure about. That's huge. Because there's a lot of times, frankly, that the decisions that I make, sometimes I'm like, man, I don't know if this is the right decision. But if the law of God is in my heart, it will give me confidence in the decisions that I'm making. So that's very important. And then turn to Psalm chapter 1. Psalm chapter 1. It's six verses. Um, this would be a great challenge if you want to have a good chunk of verses to memorize. These six verses is, I mean, it's a short chapter, and maybe you've never memorized a chapter before, um, but this is a great chapter to memorize. I did this years ago, and I'm so thankful because I think about these verses quite often. Psalm chapter 1. There's many reasons to memorize this chapter, but it's, very, it's a very good one to memorize. So Psalm chapter 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not... In the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. So just pausing there for a second. When you meditate in God's word day and night, what is going to happen? When you meditate in God's word day and night, what is going to happen? Gain more wisdom. You will gain more wisdom. And why is that? Uh, because you're getting in God's word. Yes. What does it mean to meditate in day and night? Pray. To pray about it. Sure. Absolutely. Let's put it to you this way. How about this? When you are watching, let's say you're binge watching a TV show, Netflix, Hulu, whatever, and you've watched it for hours. Anybody ever done that one before? I know I have. <laughs> and so after the, so the next like hour or two after you binge watch, what are you thinking about? The show you're binge watching? Yeah, the show that you're watching. Because you've saturated your mind with it. You're thinking about it all the time. Or let's say you're in a conversation with somebody. I do this oftentimes with some of my, uh, some of my friends and some of the other people. Uh, quoting movie lines. So we quote movie lines because you've seen the movie so much that you can quote the movie just like crazy. And it's because it's in your head. You've meditated upon that movie. It's the same thing with God's word. So it says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law doth he meditate day and night. So when you are meditating day and night in God's word, it's going to be in your mind. You're going to be thinking about it. Stuff's going to happen in your life that as it unfolds, you're going to be thinking about God's word because your mind is saturated by God's word because you're meditating on it day and night because you're spending a lot of time with it. Okay, so that kind of a person will very easily memorize God's word, by the way, because your mind is just saturating all that stuff. Verse 3, And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. So if we're going to do that, then we're going to be able to bring forth fruit, which, which if you would cross-reference that out and study that out with treasure scripture knowledge, you're going to come up with John uh, chapter 15, and how, how do we glorify God? By bearing much fruit, and so shall ye be my disciples. 
So you're going to bring forth fruit in his season. Your leaf is not going to wither. And whatever you do is going to prosper. That is huge. So as you meditate in God's word, you get it in your head, you get it in your heart, and you are going to be able to bring forth fruit and you're going to be able to prosper. Now he contrasts it. Verse four, the ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff, which the wind driveth away because they're dead. The leaves are dead. The branches are dead. They're dead. They don't have anything living inside of them, the living word of God. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So again, another great verse just talking about when you memorize God's word, you get it in your head and in your heart, it will make your steps sure and secure, and you will be able to make good decisions confidently, and, um, and it will help you to biblically prosper. And I wanted to put on purpose biblically prosper because it's not like, Man, if I memorize God's word, I'm going to be rolling in cash. Like, that's not, that's not how that all works out. Um, if that were the case, man, my life would be completely different. But that's not what I'm talking about. Biblically prosper, that you're actually storing up for yourselves treasures, riches uh, in the Lord's eyes in heaven one day that actually make, make sense from eternity's perspective. So that's another reason. So why memorize? It will cleanse your life. It will help you to not sin against God. And it will secure all your steps in life and make you biblically prosper. And then lastly, it will teach you the fear of the Lord, how to remain humble, and lengthen your days. All right, Deuteronomy 17, 18 through 20. Listen carefully to this passage. Same room. Yeah. All right. And it shall be when he sitteth upon the throne of his kingdom, that he shall write him a copy of this law in a book out of that which is before the priests, the Levites. And it shall be with him, and he shall read therein all the days of his life that he may learn to fear the Lord his God, to keep all the words of this law and these statutes to do them. That this heart be not lifted up from his, uh, that this heart be not lifted up above his brethren, and that he turn not aside from the commandment, to the right hand or to the left, to the end that he may prolong his days in his kingdom, he and his children in the midst of Israel. Okay, so this was a command to the kings of Israel. Anytime a new king would come in, one of the first things he was supposed to do is that when he sits upon that throne, he's supposed to write him a copy of God's word. That's what he's supposed to do. And he was supposed to write a copy that was an authorized copy that was before the Levites. And the reason why God wanted him to write out his word is because of verse 19, it shall be with him. So that way he can read. It says there in all the days of his life. So it's going to be with him every morning. Every afternoon, every evening, he would have his own copy of the Bible that he could read and that he could meditate on. To be that Psalm chapter 1 God follower, God believer, because he had God's word with him and he could saturate his mind with it so he can think things that are pure and make good decisions. So none of his steps shall slide. And the whole point here is, is that he may learn to fear the Lord his God, to keep all the words of his law and these statutes, to do them. And the reason why God wanted him to do that, which is why he has a colon right after it, that his heart be not lifted up above his brethren. So it would keep him humble, that he turn not aside from the commandments, that way he doesn't go astray to the right or to the left, to the end that he may prolong his days in his kingdom, he and his children in the midst of Israel, because God wanted a righteous man to sit upon his throne, judging and ruling his people. And so this is a, a very, very practical uh, thing for us to be able to see that it's going to teach you, when you memorize God's word, it teaches you the fear of the Lord, it teaches you how to remain humble because we get very arrogant and very 
Um, we just we're full of love for self very quickly, and it will lengthen your days because you're actually going to be able to do that which is right and righteous, and uh, and you'll be able to spend more of your days actually serving God. So on top of just being eternally secure because you you're you're actually saved and born again through the Word of God. So why memorize the Bible? It teaches you those things. So it's, it's very important. And I know there's more reasons than just these three, but these are three really big ones out of some passages that are very clear about getting God's word in your mind, in your heart, so that way you wouldn't sin against God. Now, I want to go back a little bit to Psalm 119, uh, verse 11, because this is something I learned years ago that I want to make sure to touch base with you guys on. Um, and, and you may have memorized this verse when you were in like, you know, the kids ministry area. But Psalm 119, verse 11 Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Now, when you memorize, and this will be a question you guys can answer, when you memorize God's word, where do you memorize it at? This one's real simple. If you're overthinking it, you're going to think it's complicated. All right, Jack. Uh, oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, as you're driving uh, and trying to yeah, answer the question. I'm actually, I'm actually zooming. Literally. <laughs> That's funny. Just kidding. Uh, I'm going to say right. your heart. Uh, kind of. I mean, where do you memorize it first when you memorize it? Your mind. Yes. So, Psalm 119, verse 11, Thy word have I hid in mine mind that I might not sin against thee. Why does it not say that? Because that's where you memorize it, right? When you memorize God's word, you memorize it in your head, in your mind. But it says, that word have I hid in my heart. So what's up with that? Anybody want to give a shot for that one? Because if you just hide it, like, in your head or just memorize it, then... You're, you're not really like living it out. It's just like information that you have in your head. But if you let it make its way to your heart, then it it shows in your life you're going to want to obey God and apply whatever God teaches you. Yes. So there is a big difference in between memorizing it in your head and getting it into your heart. And, um, and I don't know if you're prepared to talk at all, but Leah Klein, I know that, you know, you're going to a Christian school. You can probably speak to this one a little bit, can't you? You want to share a little bit about that? Maybe some things you've learned through the years? Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, this topic, I don't know, so many kids at the Christian school, they're not really Christians. And everything is just in their head. All of the knowledge of the Bible, they know so much about God and about the Bible. but their lives have nothing to show for it. And so I think I've definitely gotten to see a big difference in um, what it's like having the Bible in your head versus in your heart. Because then I come to church and I see all these people who are actually living it out. Um, and their lives, you can look at them and say, yeah, they definitely follow Christ. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Thank you. See, that's where it's like, Okay, you can go to a, and I'll give you another example. You can go to a religious service, because I've seen this in both Catholic churches. I've seen it in Methodist churches. I've seen it in Lutheran churches. I've seen it in many different churches, where they will sit down, and they'll even recite the Lord's Prayer. 
you know, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. And they already go through the, the whole process of just really quoting these verses that are only in their head. And so what they're thinking is that if I get God's word in my head and I'm able to recite it, that somehow God is going to bless my life because I have the ability to just put it in my head. When you really think about it, that's being very superstitious. It's not, it, it's not, it's not real. It's just that if I just recite this thing that somehow God is going to bless me in my life. And so that's not how it works out. That's no different than like a Buddhist monk going and doing their meditations and the certain meditations that they do because they recite a certain thing or they send they spend a certain amount of hours sitting in silence or, you know, all sorts of things like that. It makes no, it, it makes no difference. Like how does that actually affect your life? So when it comes to our walk, we've got to remember that if you're going to memorize God's word, it actually has to mean something. And so this is where this next verse on your guys' study sheet is just like, I mean, this is like gold. So this is 1 Thessalonians 2.13. For this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when ye received the word of God, which ye heard of us, ye received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. That last word is the key to memorizing the Bible effectively, and that's our next point. If you're going to memorize the Bible and you want to memorize it effectively, it comes down to this. It will effectually work also in you that believe. If you never believe God's word, it will do you no good. It will never affect your life. If you never believe that something is going to happen, then it's never going to change the way that you live. You know, a classic case. Um, Brandon running into Sam's car. Now Sam believes that Brandon might actually do it again. So it might actually change the way that he used Brandon around his car again. I don't know. You know, um, Jack uh, lying about the fact that he wasn't going to suck up pennies from his cup holder and he went and he did it anyway would lead me to believe that it's never, I mean, okay, right. So you know what I'm talking about here? It, it's effectually, it effectually works in you to believe. So if you believe something is true, then it will change the way that you live. Pastor Tom said this beautifully, I think it was on Sunday, where he said, if you were to receive like a million dollars overnight, would it change your life? Of course it would. And then he then said, and you've received Jesus Christ if you're born again. So you've received riches that go beyond anything that could come close to a million bucks. And so should it change your life? Absolutely. So the things that you believe really show out of your behavior, the things that you do. And so if you want to memorize the Bible, this is why with my disciples, I've always, I've always kind of defaulted to let's memorize things that will actually help you. I remember early on, you know, Trevor and I, were, we were meeting when we started a few years ago. It's been crazy. It's been a few years ago. Anyway, um, the fact that he was struggling with some anger issues. And so I'm like, okay, well, then have you memorized anything on it? And he's like, no. I'm like, okay, well, let's memorize some verses to talk about anger. And so we did. And as he did that and memorized it and worked through some of those things, it actually helped him because it was an area that he struggled with that he needed God's word in that particular area. Um, and it's the same thing. When you're struggling with something, find a verse on it. Find a verse and memorize it and believe what it says. And you'll be amazed because it will actually work because it works effectually in you that believe. 
So that's an important verse. So never forget that. That's how you move God's word from your head down into your heart. Belief. If you never believe God's word, it will just stay up here and it will do you no good. But if you memorize God's word and you believe it in your heart, which means that it will actually come out in your life because out of the overflow of the heart, your mouth speaks and decisions are made. Proverbs 4.23, keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. So as you memorize God's word and then you believe it, that's how I, thy, thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. You can know all day long, all day long that God says I'm not supposed to do that. And God says I'm supposed to do this instead. Or God says I should stay away from here. Or God says I should flee from that. But if you never believe it in your heart, you're never going to do anything about it. So memorizing the Bible is very important, but there's a lot of people that take it the wrong way. And they end up failing miserably, and then they quit memorizing God's word because it doesn't make any impact on their life. Okay, so that's the key. And now let's listen to our last point. All right, tools to help memorize the Bible. And this is where I want you guys to share a little bit. For those of you that have been uh, doing some memorization, I want you guys to share a little bit about some things that have really helped you. And um, some things that I just wrote out is uh, writing out the Bible. There's a lot of people that when they memorize a verse, they just write it out and they keep writing it out over and over and over until they get it memorized. Um, a lot of people use note cards or flashcards in order to memorize um, scripture, similar to that they would for other notes that they would do for uh, school subjects and whatnot. So writing verses out on note cards. Um, I've known people that place verses around their house or maybe they do a sticky note and they put it in their car or that they put it wherever they work because they have a place where they can hang up verses um, at their work. Um, but placing verses around just so that way you see them more frequently can help you memorize verses. Um, one that I use is I use a phone app uh, that's helped me out a lot. Um, and I wanted to share that with you guys here in a minute. Um, but while I get that up and going, uh, any other ideas, any other thoughts from people, from you guys, as far as memorizing tools and tricks and different things that you use? All right, Alana, what's yours? Um, so I have this journal, and I started it like a couple of years ago, and I really just need to finish it. Cause, um, but basically what I did is, I had these like different categories that um, maybe I was struggling with. And then I just um, looked through the Bible and found verses about it. And then I wrote them out in this journal. So I have like one for fear and worrying. I have one for like meditation and stuff. And I even have uh, some for witnessing like verses about how you can't lose your salvation. And um, like now I'm kind of wanting to start, you know, writing more verses out again. But um I think it's just a good tool because you can just pull it out whenever you need it and then, you know, try to memorize these verses. So um, I think it's handy to have with you. I, there's also um, this book, I think Pastor Tom mentioned it one time. I forget. It's like the Bible promise book or something. Yep. And it's mm -hmm. similar to what I did, but it has like all these categories and uh, verses for each category. So yeah, yeah. that's good. All right, any other ways that you guys do stuff when it comes to memorizing? Things that help you memorize? Trevor. Uh, I think the most important thing about memorizing is what you said about Psalm 119.11. Uh, because really, it doesn't really matter. Like, it matters how you memorize it, obviously, but it doesn't matter 
if you don't put it in your heart. Because there's so many times you gave me verses to memorize, and it always just went in my mind, not in my heart, and then it didn't really matter. It didn't mean anything. So yeah. I do. I think that is the most important thing about memorizing is to figure out how to get this in your heart because you you'll be reading this over and over again and then forget it like the next day because it's not in your heart it's just in your mind right so, right that's, that's good awesome all right what else we got any other ways that you've things that have uh, memorized that you wait the ways you memorize that has helped, helped you out Samuel, or one of the others. <laughs> so, what are you doing? We're all going to go down the line and share how we show okay. them. Our- all right. So what I do is the note cards, and I take them to work. And whenever I have extra time, I just go through them and try to memorize, you know, individual verses all the time. So if you find any verses in your chips, bags. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so one thing that I would do uh, for when it comes to memorizing verses, well, I would put uh, some verses on my journal, like that would stick out to me, and I would uh, pl- plot them down, and whenever I have like the um, chance, like if I didn't have anything to do, I would go back in that journal and, you know, just memorize the verse. That's what I would basically do. Okay, nice. Uh, the thing I do, I take like stacks of like sticky notes and stuff, I like I have my door covered with all of them, and then I put some like some on like my TV, you know, that I use it often, like computers and different stuff. Like I put them everywhere. Like I just write down verses, and put them on, nice. you know, put them everywhere. So that's what I do. Nice, awesome, cool. All right, any others? Lauren. Um, I use this app called Bible Memory. Okay. And it like. You put the verse down, and then it shows the whole thing. You type it in, like, the first letter of each word. Mm-hmm. But then the second part, it takes out, like, specific words, and then you just have to memorize. It helps you memorize it. Yeah. And then the third one, it takes the whole thing out, and you memorize, like, you put all the words in. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Good. All right, Jack, what's yours? It probably sounds really like simple, but like I just like read the exact same verse over and over and over again. Yeah. You know, you know how that goes? You just, just got to read it over and over again. Yeah, no, that's true. I found, um, I, I didn't realize yeah. how many verses that I yeah, had memorized whenever I ended up doing. Actually, um, just kidding. Studying. That's not true at all. Okay. Um, well, I'm telling you, it does work. <laughs> like, like if you can memorize the, how do I the how do I put this? If you can memorize like by writing it out and using punctuation, because I, I remember Ed, my disciple, like drilled that into my head the entire time during discipleship. He kind of just like was very specific about punctuation and verbiage um in certain verses. So you like one, you can't mess it up, and two, it helps you understand and like better understand the verse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like commas and, and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. That's good. Awesome. And even though you were joking about the first one, I am dead serious. That actually works. I, yeah. I end up, um, I, I, whenever I was doing, and I shared with you guys last week about when I was studying and using the treasury scripture knowledge, 
whenever I would study, I would find that as I'm cross-referencing different verses in different passages that I'm like, oh, I've hit that verse already. And I would read it again. And then I would do something else and I'd study it. And it was amazing how many times that I would go back to the same verse where I'm like, huh. And so then as I would just use uh, my study habits more and more and more, I would read those verses over and over and over. And then it was amazing on how many verses that I actually have memorized because I've just read them so much. So. And, and also not just because we wanted points at camp, but like one of our biggest things was, I remember Petey like made a song out of, out of one of the verses, one of our memory verses at camp. And yeah. as dumb as that sounds, it actually helped us out in the long run because we ended up memorizing a ton of verses. Yeah, it does. Putting so, in the music. Yeah. So, yeah. Good. All right. Alana. I just thought of something funny that we did like two winter camps ago when I was in the junior high. So, um, the girls in my cabin, we all got together, and I don't know, like, how we came up with this, but we just started, like, making motions and, like, dance moves for the <laughs> and it And it worked. I mean, the counselors yeah. were weird, but, I mean, it actually helped. And yeah. I think if we, like, got together again, we could probably, like, figure out what the verse is just based on the motions, so. Yeah, that'd be good. Okay, there you go. There's a great tactic for summer camp this year is dance moves. Trevor, get on that, all right? Hang on, hang on here. Time out. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, A little sissy. <laughs> All right, okay. So here, I want to show you this real quick. So I'm going to have to mute my computer here real quick. I'm going to get on my phone and then share it. Hang on one second. Uh, are you talking to yourself, Stephen? Totally talking to myself. Okay. All right. Let me see if I can do this real quick. Share canteen. Oh, come on. All right. Hang on. I got to make myself the host, even though I am the host. Boom. I am the host now. Okay. Let me see if this works. One more minute. Let's see if I can do it. Steven, Steven, Steven. <laughs> Trying to get it to work. Okay, let me see if this works. Is this going to work? I don't think this is working. Is it? Come on. All right. I thought it was going to work a little bit differently. It's not working. Okay. So that didn't work unless it was doing it this way. Let me see how that works out. Got it. All right. That didn't work. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. I want to share. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Thought for sure I could share my uh, my stuff, and it's not working. Sweet. Here we go. This might do it. Aha! I did it. All right. Okay. All right. So, um, so I wanted to show you this real quick. So I use this app. It's called Verses. So. Um, it's pretty sweet. Um, and so it's really helped me out a lot, especially if I get out of the, out of the groove of memorizing verses, then this has really helped me trying to get back into the groove of, of memorizing verses. So, um, you know, a few, uh, several weeks ago, I'm like, you know what, man, I've been slacking off on this and I need to do this. So for example, I've got several different passages that are right here. I also have this whole section where I have other passages that I've been working on. And so and then there's other ones down here where you, that I have not touched in a while. And so I have it sorted based on uh, verses that I have not done in a while. But I really like this one. It's very similar to what Lauren Addis uses um, with the Bible memory. But I'll show you this example. So let's say I want to go into Matthew 6.33. So it gives me a couple different options. So it has recommended uh, things that are here um, at the very top of type out or speak out. The speak out doesn't work that great yet, so that's why it's still in beta because it's kind of jacked up. Um, but the type out is, is probably the best. But the nice thing is, is that if you want to learn verses, so let's say you end up grabbing one that you want to memorize, um, then you can do what's called reorder. So then you can take this verse, it says, but seek ye first, which that's the first one, uh, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I'm going to change that order and then boom, it's finished. So I know that that's the order. So it breaks apart verses, especially if they're longer, where you can reorder them, which is really nice. And then, um, thanks, Brandon. Um, so let's see, you're really, really valuing what we're showing you here. That's important. Okay, then you also have Word Bank. And, uh, and this one has fill in the blank. So you can just do, but seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. And then you finish it there. And so you can keep going through these other exercises where they have tap to reveal and you can reorder them and then you can listen to it if you want to. My, once you get a verse down, then that's where you go to the type out, which is the hardest. And so for type out, it just is blank. And it kind of, it gives you the verse reference at the top, but it's blank. And then you do the first letter of each word, but seek ye first the kingdom of um, God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. And you have to give the reference, Matthew 6, 33. And then that will increase your health on that particular verse. So I've really liked it a lot. It's helped me out quite a bit. Um, and then you can obviously set up reminders and stuff for you to be able to um, do verse memorizing reminders each day. Um, and then the other reason why I've chosen to use this is because you can actually share with people. So down at the bottom in the middle, you have those two little people icons. And so I have Trevor's memory verses here. I have Jarrett Martin's memory verses and I have Petey Taylor's memory verses here. So you can actually create a group where you can go in and you can actually see how everybody's doing with their memory verses. 
And Jared at the time didn't have an iPhone, so now he does. We can change things up. But for Jared, these are all his memory verses that we're doing in discipleship. So I can add him to this group and I can, we can actually go back and forth so he can see how I'm doing with the verses and I can see how he's doing with the verses. Uh, so it has a level of accountability that's there too. So it's an app that I've loved to use and um, it's really just been a great help uh, to me um, in trying to memorize and trying to find more effective ways to memorize. So it's been kind of cool. So there you go. There you go. There you have it. So that's been really, really nice. I've enjoyed that um, as something that's been uh, just been a great tool um, in the memorizing process. So there you go. All right. Sweet. So any other thoughts from anybody or anything on this particular topic? Maybe some different things that you use that you found very effective? All right, sweet. Okay. All right, so that's the lesson on memorizing verses. It's been um, something that is very important, and this is where you can very easily just kind of get into the more intellectual way of, of memorizing verses, and it doesn't, it's not that helpful. So you just always got to remember that the big key of memorizing verses is believing it. That First Thessalonians 2.13 verse is huge, and it will really help you kind of uh, keep your heart where it's supposed to be with memorizing, because Memorizing can be very grueling, and it's one of those things where it's like, you know what, um, I'm just not going to do it. It's like studying. It can be very tiresome if you have the wrong heart attitude towards it. So, okay. All right. Well, let's get someone to pray and close this out for the night. Sam, you still got Jeopardy going? You do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pray if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks. Music for a little bit. All is vibe. Also, All big right. love to boys. All of us. We love All you, right. Stephen. Let's pray. <laughs> thank you for this day. Just thank you that, Lord, uh, we can just meet this last Wednesday before we'll be able to meet in person on the Zoom, Lord. I know meeting in person will be better, um, Lord, but thank you for the time, Lord, that we've had on these Zoom meetings to still be able to just have fellowship with each other, even though it's not in person, Lord. I know that's really just been a blessing for me throughout these past couple months. Um, Lord, I pray on Sundays and if Tuesday's the day, Lord, that we would enjoy our fellowship with each other in person, Lord, that we can be an encouragement to each other, Lord, and just slowly move back to normal uh, if there ever is going to be a normal again. Lord, I pray just thinking about this lesson, um, Lord, that we would really just focus on not only this week, but throughout our whole lives, Lord, memorizing your word and then meditating on it, um, Lord, that it wouldn't just be in our heads, Lord, but that we would let it get to our hearts, Lord, and then once it gets to our hearts, put the verses into action, Lord, that we would actually be doers of your word, because uh, if we're not doers of your word, then what's the matter? Uh, Lord, I pray just uh, for camp as it's coming up. Lord, that we'd still have good attendance, Lord, and that this camp would really just, uh, you know, it'd really just move all of us in our hearts, Lord, not only to just grow stronger personally, but also as a youth group. Um, I also pray for the Mexico missions trip, um, Lord, that your will would be done through that. And Lord, I just pray, um, Stephen brought up that app, Lord, and that we can create groups and do verses together, Lord, that maybe after tonight, Lord, we can create a group 
or just several smaller groups want to start holding each other accountable. We need accountability, um, especially right now and especially transitioning back uh, to just being able to see each other in person. Lord, um, ultimately, Lord, I pray that we can bring glory to you in everything that we do and that your will will be done. And we love you and thank you. I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Thanks, guys. And uh, see you on Sunday and maybe see you tomorrow if you're going to join in with the uh, weekly discussion. All right. See you guys.